Welcome to the Confidence Mastery Unlock Your Life podcast. Covering the most essential areas of personal development for ultimate success. Your health, wealth and happiness. Your host, Natalie Bailey, the confident entrepreneur. Natalie is a confidence coach, property developer and bright red-haired fitness fanatic who is going to take you on a journey to confidently create a more inclusive, more successful and fulfilled life. Get listening, take action and unleash your inner confidence. Welcome to the Confidence Mastery Unlock Your Life podcast. This is the mini series on body confidence um, focused on men. And these are interviews with real men about their body confidence and how they have come to accept and be comfortable and confident in their own skin. Um, In this episode, we have two fantastic guys telling you their story, um, Tim Webb and Chris Knight. Um, Both conversations are very different, very interesting, and you are going to get so much out of um, listening to this episode, whether you're a man or a woman. Tim is incredible. Chris is incredible. It's a really interesting conversation with both of these guys. So I look forward to hearing your thoughts on these interviews. Um, I'm going to hand you over to our first interview with Tim and I will catch you in the middle. So thanks very much, Tim, for coming on the podcast. You're most welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. So um, obviously we're here to talk about body confidence. Good. <laughs> And it's, um, okay, let's start that again. Why? <clears throat> you know when you forget what you're going to say? I do this so often. That's all right. That's the whole point of spontaneous conversation, you know, sort of trying to work your way in, trying to find an angle. Right, I'll find an Body angle. confidence is a difficult subject to talk about, isn't it? I mean, just sort of... It, yeah, it can be, I think. And that's the point of the, this episode, and to get four of you, normal nice decent people to talk about your stories of how you've transformed mm. your mindset into having body confidence so would you like to share a bit average joes and janes more than average i think humble people I th- yeah well I would, you know it's, it's the worst part of somebody who gets addressed as humble is that you're never going to admit that you are a humble <laughs> or be anything special about you so it's like trying to you know it's like tell me something about yourself um, I was thinking about this actually earlier that yeah. the, we, everybody, the first part I would say is everybody's out for that fix that they want to hear somebody affirm from a podcast or a documentary or a YouTube channel that they're doing the right thing. And I think just getting out there and being active is the right thing. Yeah. Um, which is kind of where my story begins. Cool. Actually, yeah. So uh, I'm going to speak directly down to the microphone like an awkward person now. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hi, yeah, so I'm Tim Webb. Um, met Natalie a few weeks ago at one of our uh, property training events. Um, she was speaking. Uh, we struck up a conversation. Obviously, it turned to fitness within about a minute rather than talking about what we should have been chatting about. Um, but my story is I'm a professional actor and have been for 12 years. Uh, after training I sort of moved to Germany did a few shows out there I've been on tour and been in the West End and done some I didn't know that did you not no I always wanted to be on stage did you really yeah I did I did acting until I was 18 ah. I at the Globe what <laughs> but, 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 but no way <laughs> yeah. who were you what did you play um, I can't remember Ophelia no oh 
Well, I mean, it was it, I was fifteen. Oh right, like, okay. It was a long time ago. But that was that with the Royal Shakespeare Company, or um, we did it for GCSE drama. And they, what you got to go and perform. What kind of school did you go to? <laughs> I went to St. Saviour's and St. Olaf's. It's um, just down the road from Elephant and Castle. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. So, well, you know, you've already beaten one of my dreams there. That's a... Sorry. But you've, on you've, you've had one of mine. Which West is... West End. Oh, the West End. Yeah, that so, was great fun. That was the Book of Mormon. Actually, the Book of Mormon is pretty much where my fitness journey started. Amazing. Um, a few months prior to that, um, I was in the national tour of Wicked musical and um, my dad had a heart attack while I was in Glasgow and he was in London and so I heard about it during the day I finished doing the performances I was doing you know they always say the whole oh god the really lame cheesy thing but the show really must go on and if you've got no other way of getting home and and the only way I had was to get the mega bus home from Glasgow which was a 14 hour Ooh. trip yeah the aircon broke and I was next to the sweatiest guy on earth that was fun that was real fun um but anyway <laughs> that sounds horrific yeah yeah it was pretty interesting it'd be interesting it's interesting to see what no aircon and the sweaty atmosphere does to the human brain you should see me in August yeah. Do you know what is really weird? That that then became sort of like, huh, no aircon and sweat. Sounds like every gym session I do during the week now. But back then I wasn't used to that. Yeah. <laughs> Just smell my bag these days and the that gym gear. That is gross, isn't it? Do you know it what? shows you've worked hard. That's accomplishment. I was about to say that. Sweaty gym gear. That's the, that's the smell of accomplishment. <laughs> when you can't get it off because you're so sore and it's stuck to you. You mean yeah, when you're peeling your clothes yeah. off? Yeah. Yeah, that's daily. Yeah, my tank top is now part of my body and I'm okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Um anyway, I got home and um uh the doctors were saying to my dad, you know, he's got he had these conditions probably hereditary. It just is what it is, isn't it? Yeah. Um but I had the tests done and found I had a sort of a killer combination of low blood pressure but high cholesterol. And I was shit. And I started to reflect on certain things. And my mind was taken back to the week previous when I'd been on covering the role of Bok in Wicked. And there's a moment in the second half where I'm wearing this very lovely, the sort of tunic, sort of jacket, suit, silver thing going on. It's amazing. Sounds it sexy. was a beautiful costume <laughs> yeah. made by a military tailor. Oh, wow. They do really, and the, the costume budgets on these shows are absolutely fantastic. But I remember during one of the scenes, I was, I was sort of, I had to hold the Wicked Witch of the West at knife point and a button popped off my tunic and ping and shot out into the audience. Oops. And I remember just watching it go and just saying, huh, that's different. Because up until that point, you know, it was sort of, I was around 27 at the time and I'd always taken the fact that I'd been in shows and therefore fit and active through the shows. I'd taken that for granted yeah. and it had just gone away and I didn't realize it so then after I had all these tests done and I started realizing I had to sort of make a change but I didn't know how to do it yeah and it wasn't until I was in uh, the Book of Mormon in London when (laughs) I was about a week and a half into rehearsals and just realized I can't do this this is too difficult for me I had to um, just you know, I couldn't keep up with the dance moves. My brain wasn't working as it should. I felt tired all the time. And again, I was trying to make excuses for myself. And um, 
So what, what were you telling yourself? I was just telling myself, I don't know what I was telling myself. I, I refused to believe the facts, which was I was overweight. Mm. Um, I was, had a bad diet. Mm -hmm. I was drinking and I was smoking. I was doing all the silly things that I, that 20 year old me who, you know, lived on battery acid and fighting yeah. was, was, was able to do, you know, sort of. Like uh, Dylan Moran, the comedian, says, you know, when you're 21, you're able to drink half the night, wake up in the morning and start a fight. You know, just that's how the body works yep. when you're young. Yep, that sounds about um, right. But that wasn't working for me anymore. And I'll, uh, I, I owe eternal credit to a few of the girls in the company who brought out the um, Insanity T25 series DVD. Oh, yes. And once the shows had started, because I was a swing, which meant I only went on when somebody went off, um, in the ensemble we started doing these workouts once the show had started like in act one we just the show would start we'd go and find a room and just start doing insanity and no way in the first six months of the book of mormon i lost three stone wow and dropped from a 34 waist to a 28 inch oh wow <clears throat> and I got called into the costume department one day to be scolded because I was losing too much weight too rapidly and they'd had to alter my costume three times at that point. Oh. But that was it for me. That was, I was addicted. I cut out red meat. I stopped eating red meat, stopped eating dairy, cut out milk, cheese, everything like that. Went um, pretty much plant-based on that side of things. Yeah. Um, and I just started to feel more awake I started to feel stronger I started to feel as though I could you know I have more stamina more confidence and uh, that was really where it started the journey is ongoing mm -hmm. Natalie mm -hmm. the journey never ends it doesn't, I think. doesn't no, no I think and there's certain points where people go to you how did you do what you did you have to tell them the story and then go but I still have these goals I still have the aim of you know, I, I started CrossFit recently. I'd love to compete. I don't know if that's ever possible, but um, about a year ago, well, because a year ago as well, I started, two years ago, me and my best friend started doing Spartan races. Yeah. Just as casual participants. And then last year in September, I stood on the podium for the first time in my age group. Oh, yeah. And well done. <laughs> these kind of things you go. And it was that wonderful moment where you want, you had, I, I crossed the finish line and I genuinely cried out of me being a wuss but also because because there's certain points at which you think I don't think that's ever possible but I'm going to go hell for leather and try and make it a possibility mm -hmm. and then it became a reality and you look back on five years and go bloody hell haven't, hasn't this changed haven't, hasn't time changed and as if by magic um, leading up to this particular meeting that we're having here this rendezvous yes uh, speaking to you, um, Facebook did that wonderful time hoppy thing where it goes, hey, on this day five years ago, here's a picture that you posted. It was the day before I started the Book of Mormon. Oh, wow. And it, do you want to see it? Yeah, definitely. Do you want to see it? Yeah, I'll, I'll post, I'll, I'll send you a picture of this and you can put live? this as a thumbnail. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> share it when it goes live. And I, that also means that I'll probably have to share a picture of me now. Yes, I'll send definitely. you the picture of me in um, in November at my first ever CrossFit competition on the assault bike, which is the dirtiest. Oh, they are horrendous. Oh, they are filth. Yeah, pure filth. No, thank okay. you. 
Tim Webb five years ago. Holy shit. <laughs> Please ignore the New York Jets. You know the colours that suit you, though. What, green? Yeah. Yeah, I probably had something to do with Wicked at the time, you know, very, very green. But this was me five years ago taking a picture of the beard that was about... I was 10 seconds away from shaving that off. So that was five years ago. And starting life as a Mormon. <laughs> yeah, I was reborn. You were reborn. Reborn into you, the Church of Jesus Christ in Latter-day Saints. You look like a different person. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like a different person. Yeah. So in, in over all of that, over the past five years, yeah. what's kept you going? Like on the journey. Oh wow. Um oh, that's a that you know that's a that's a blindside question. I love it. Because they're uh, because of the kind of person I am, mm -hmm. um I don't like routine. Okay. The 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 realization and the uh, was exactly the same as when I was performing was I would do a contract for about a year regardless of whether I was asked to stay or not in the show that I was in I would always move on okay I've never done anything for longer than a year which is a standard sort of West End style contract you'll be contracted for a year um, the, the, the constant ability to learn new things and explore new things and realize that just because you're doing this one kind of fitness doesn't necessarily mean you know everything. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, I, I love the fact that I've got to a point now where I appreciate so much more people who just make the effort to get to the gym. Yeah. I know the stuff I want to try. I know the stuff I want to have a go at. Um, for instance, I didn't start lifting weights until two years ago. Everything I'd done till that point had been body weight, and yeah. calisthenics, and uh, you know, uh, plyometrics. I can never, pronou never pronounce that word. Cal calisthenics. No, can't do it. No, but there are some sort of there are a bunch of YouTube channels that say don't do this when you're working out. You should never do these exercises. Don't do this, don't do that. And I and I get really upset at those because, you know, sort of, and you'll, we all see those YouTube videos as well that say, don't ever try CrossFit. It's rubbish. Why is it dark to you? Don't ever do calisthenics. It's silly. Yeah. But that's right for the... Anybody who gets out and actually goes to the gym and at least is trying to make a difference is a hero in my book because yeah. I know that for three years I completely neglected my fitness because I thought it was a given. Yeah. I thought it was just going to happen. Once you're over 25, it doesn't. <laughs> Everything goes downhill. Like wow. it's it, it well it no it does like in terms of biology mm. like your body yeah it starts to deteriorate. Yeah, but I think there. Um, so you have to look after it a lot more. But do you know what is the weirdest thing about being how I would describe myself now as being I wouldn't say mega fit or ultra fit. I'm not fit enough to do an ultra, but I do endurance events and things that I would have never thought possible. And I feel, and I am, yeah. stronger, faster, fitter than I have ever been. Yeah. But I may be stronger, faster, fitter in a week than I am today. Or I may not. It's entirely dependent on how much work I'm willing to put in. Yeah. But I love the voyage of discovery on the way there. And I don't think anybody should ever feel ashamed to set foot in the gym like I was. When I got to, when I was at the point that I started, I bought a gym membership and walked in and walked out again. Because oh. I looked at the floor and went, I can't. I don't know what I'm doing. I have no point of reference. Um, for a point of reference now, I'm a fitness instructor working on my level three PT. Awesome. I teach classes every week. I talk to people every day about 
changing their habits and changing fitness and mm -hmm. they'll say what sort of workout should I be doing and I say literally anything mm -hmm. absolutely anything just moving your body it makes a difference works. Yeah. yes you'll start at the, the first point of call is to remember that looking good is an opinion mm -hmm. but feeling good is a fact definitely nobody can tell you whether or not you are fit in mind and body except for yourself because of the way you feel yeah if you are aware that you are more alert more um switched on feeling better and stronger than you were last week that is a fact that is a tangible fact for you you can look and you could you know we i've got so many participants in some of my classes who are just you know like you you got the three body types you know metamorph, yeah. blah, blah, blah. but they'll look in the mirror and they'll say i don't see any tangible benefits and i'll say yeah but do you feel stronger and they'll go oh yeah and I'll say, yeah, I know you do because you were lifting higher weights than I was today. Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I, I forgot what the question was, but I'll just what be honest. What kept you going? <laughs> so the journey of discovery. Well, well it's, comp yeah. What kept me going is realizing that until I literally physically can't do it anymore, yeah. I will always be able to discover new things. Yeah. Um, one thing I recently decided to share... Um, on my on my blog that is I've only just started is my opinion about having benchmark workouts and it's again is that feeling of chasing uh, the feeling not the look yeah um, I personally quite like to use the the standard benchmark workouts from CrossFit which are all named after women <laughs> which was Dave Castro's funny way of um, saying that all storms are named after women and that's how you should feel after you encounter one of these women workouts is like you've been hit by a <laughs> by a, like a tidal wave or that's a hurricane inter that's or interesting someone called me yeah. a hurricane once the one I huh? someone called me a hurricane once oh I can see how that would work <laughs> breezing through and just sort of leaving your mark yeah anyway hurricane yeah. Natalie is asking you <laughs> I wonder if there is a benchmark workout called Natalie let's have a look um, but I'll, I'll, I'll just say in the meantime the CrossFit um, benchmark workout that I've been putting down for myself recently yeah. has been uh, Chelsea uh, Chelsea and Cindy are the sort of the same sort of workout okay um, the, the, the the rep range is 5 pull ups 10 push ups 15 squats yep uh, Cindy is as many rounds as possible in 20 minutes and Chelsea is that every minute on the minute for 30 minutes yep and so I started off with Chelsea so every minute on the minute for 30 minutes you do 5 pull ups 10 push-ups 15 squats yeah and just sort of see from day to day i tried to do it every week at the start now i do it every five days or so how many sets you can go unbroken yeah. how long into the workout before you know you to start let's say kipping your pull-ups how deep can you get your squats quite often if you're working weightlifting, for instance you'll be wanting to get your feet narrow and pull your knees out holding like a snatch position overhead. So how close can you do your squats? Don't go wide, keep it quite tight. So you can benchmark yourself by changing not only just the movements, but how you do them. Yeah. And it's so tangible, it's so, and it's so achievable because if you start off by going, I made it to 20 minutes and then I couldn't go anymore. Mm -hmm. Tick at that box, go, okay, week one, made it to 20 minutes. Yeah. Week two, make it to 25 minutes, whatever. But I think the, I think the Seeing, thing that keeps me going is the fact that the journey will never end. Yeah. And I just want to discover as much as there is as possible about it all before my body goes, nope. you're going to die now. See you later. <laughs>
We're Adios. good. Although if I do, I want to go robotic. You know, I'll, I'll, be, I'll happily be a test robot for people just to see if they're... Scientists. That, that, could, that could happen. Any, any scientist listening, In our you've, got, you've got a test subject. You've got a robotic Tim ready to go here. <laughs> so I want to go back to where you said about you didn't, you walked in the gym, you walked out the gym. Mm. I was speaking to a lady the other day. She said she needs to get back into fitness, but she doesn't feel fit enough to go to a class yet. She needs to get fit before she goes. And I hear this so often yeah. from so many people. But if you don't go and get started, yeah. how, how are you going to get fit enough to go into a class? You what, can't. What would you say to those people to help them over that barrier? Because mm. you got over that barrier yeah. yourself. Um, I'll tell you what I did. Yeah. And then I'll tell you what I would do now. Yeah. Uh, the first thing I did was I just, once I had left Book of Mormon, and I didn't have my friends to do insanity with every day. I went on YouTube every morning. Yeah. I get up, had a cup of coffee, got myself a handful of berries and nuts, and then stuck on whatever YouTube workout video between 20 minutes and 45 minutes that I would every morning. Just get started. Um, uh, Team Body Project have got some fantastic ones. Um, there's just there's there's so many, so on there. many, so many. online workouts. Yeah. The ones I did quite like Team Body Project. Though. They're quite they're a lot of fun, um, especially when you're being talked at by a sort of a guy with a bit of a London accent. It's actually kind of funny. So, <laughs> it's to nice to hear it done in you know done in English accent because the, all oh, the, the American, American styles are, are very are very up hyped and they're they're motivating you in a whole different way um the the one i use and actually now i'm an instructor for les mills yeah les mills international you can go on demand with them you hear lovely uh accents from all the world the world but mainly new zealand and oh, interesting. Uh, that i actually owe a lot to les mills they were the first people i when i found the change of going from being a participant to being an instructor mm -hmm. uh and we'll we'll touch on we could touch on that later but um what I would say to those people is find an online video. Yeah. Just start doing it in the morning. You don't have to be around anybody. And if you really feel as though judgment is the thing that is holding you back, work on your preliminary fitness at home and just feel comfortable there. Once you know it, once you've started to work on the moves, um, the, the, the main... Um, uh, what am I trying to say? Uh, okay, yeah. So the touch point would be technical... Uh, one good rep done technically well is better than a hundred reps done bad. Oh, definitely, definitely agree with that. Yeah, there's a there's a guy at the mm. gym, um, he li he lifts far too heavy and his form is awful, mm. like so bad, like it makes me cringe. Yeah, and I went and spoke to the the guys, and I was like, this guy is doing deadlifts, like 140 kilo deadlifts. I was like, he's mm. going to injure himself. You, you you would think the same thing as me, and he said, we've all told him. Yeah. We've all told him. He's like, if that was my gym, I, I wouldn't have him in there. Yeah. Or I'd try to educate him. Yeah. If, and if he wouldn't listen, I, I couldn't have him in the gym for other people watching mm -hmm. and then getting the wrong idea. The worst part about that is if he does injure himself and he's on their premises, the gym is liable. Exactly. So that's why I couldn't have him in the gym. Yeah. Unless they literally recorded themselves. <laughs> Telling him. Telling him. Yeah. But it is, it is mm. so bad and it, like, obviously I'm a trained PT too. Mm. So I know exactly what he's doing wrong and I want to go and tell him, but I know he's already been told. Yeah. 
Some people just want to turn up and do, there are, there are multiple different types of people who come to the gym for multiple different reasons mm. and we can't all we can't always cater to everyone and make everybody happy. That no. is actually literally impossible. Um, but he's clearly maybe the kind of person who just likes everybody to go away and does his own workout and then leaves again. Yeah. And that's fine. That's absolutely. I just don't want him to injure himself. Of course not. Nobody <laughs> wants to see anybody injured, especially no. from deadlifts. Because if he messes up a deadlift, that's his back it's that's going to go, probably, and yeah. that's that's for life sometimes. Yeah. Um, it's just worrying. So that's why I think yeah. that instructors are important. Yeah. Get the help to get the technique right so yes. you do your one rep right and then mm. start to take the weight up absolutely and that leads very elegantly on to what i would do now differently if i was in the shoes of the the lady who was saying that she needed to you know need to get fit first we all start in the same position i'm five years down the line with my journey but i'm still learning mm -hmm. And every few months, a new workout will come out or we'll start doing new routines. Like Les Mills, for instance, bring out a new workout every three months yep. to keep things interesting. And I always say to people when they come into my class, let's say my baby is body combat. I love it as I've, I've been a martial artist since I was little. I've done karate, judo, jiu-jitsu. Nice. Tang sudo, some silly things that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> um, I miss but you then. The best part of it is every time a new release comes out we are all in the same boat again yeah it doesn't matter if you're turning up to your very first like let's say military boot camp class or your 500th on that day you don't know what the guy is gonna what the instructor is gonna make you do but whatever they do ask you to do they will in no way ridicule you they are there to support you mm -hmm. and make you feel welcome in the class the reason why I love group exercise so much is if you want to be on the front row and come up the front and be crazy right in front of the instructor, you can. If mm -hmm. you want to be in the back row, hide away in the corner, just do that. You, be, you do you, but there's no judgment. No. Nobody's looking around going, ugh, that person's doing it badly because they're all sweating their bollocks off. Yeah, they're concentrating <laughs> they're on themselves. They're too tired. They're too tired and working too hard to even begin to worry about you. And if you put your hand up and say, I need help, the fitness instructor is there to go, here you go, this is how you do it. Now, drop and give me 20. <laughs> drop and give me 20. <laughs> but everyone's there for a, a similar reason, to get fitter. To get fit, yeah. So there's not going to be judgment. Yeah. Well, there shouldn't be, unless you're lifting wrong. Mm. Of course. So <laughs> to, to touch on the, the sort of, I guess what this podcast is all about, is body confidence, is... What, what is it that will make you happy is what the question I ask people yep not what do you want to look like it's like what, do you, what would make you happy to be able to do this to be able to like sleep for less and feel more awake in the morning to feel like your diet is now at a manageable level where you don't have sort of as many cravings or maybe you just want to have really good technique on a clean and press which is surprisingly difficult for quite a lot of people but you know they're awful clean and press is one of the hardest moves out there then you go into thrusters and we have a whole different ball game yeah huh? but uh yeah the so how how what would you recommend to somebody who's not feeling mm -hmm. confident in themselves to get to from where you from where you were five years ago to how you feel about yourself now mm -hmm. obviously everybody's journey is different and it is just about you know taking that first step getting started mm. but what would be your top tip for somebody other than get started to start to 
yeah. to feel confident in themselves. Um, don't be afraid to approach the professionals. The first thing mm. we are trained to do, when I started out in the fitness industry, I started a job at Fitness First as uh, a front of house. Then I moved up to fitness coordinator. It's our job to try and identify the people who walk into the gym and look lost. Mm -hmm. it, and if they don't approach you, it's very difficult, but you should be able to walk up to somebody and say, either from my point of view, which is, hi, what are you here to do work on today? How's it going? Is this your first time here? Yeah. Then what would you like to work on? Maybe, maybe I can recommend this. Just reverse that conversation. If you go into a gym or any setting and you don't know what you're doing, just walk up to somebody who looks like they know what they're doing in a uniform and go, hi, I'm new here. I would like to work on this, this, and this. What do you recommend? Mm -hmm. Nobody is going to go, you're in the wrong place, love. You need to get out. <laughs> that doesn't happen. No. Because you'd be fired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be drummed out of the village. Um, not just that, you're there to help. Yeah. And that's important. Asking yeah. for help makes such a difference. It makes you a stronger, better person. Totally. So that's a really, really good tip. Yeah, don't be afraid to ask. Uh, find a program that works for you. Um, there are a lot of new sort of new style hit gyms. Um, you know, just to name, but a few going to drop some names in, obviously, like One Rebel, Victor Soul, F45. Um, loads and even and well join a CrossFit gym because the mm. whole point of that is that it's an inclusive community you build a community around the fact that no matter where you're at in your fitness journey the moves can be scaled they can be simplified but and this is the thing I love about CrossFit is that you either have you have two ways out you finish the workout or you run out of time <laughs> and it doesn't matter where you're at if I've I took my brother to a CrossFit session mm -hmm after I'd been doing CrossFit for six months and the workout of the day was um, DT. I think it's a hero wad, but it's five rounds of heavy, um, so you go, is it 50? 12 deadlifts, nine hang power cleans and six overhead presses. Yeah. So shoulder to overheads. And that was the first time in 10 years I think my brother had ever seen me cry. <laughs> Because I decided on that day it was going to be the first time I ever tried an, an, a workout at RX, which is a com competition weight. And I just, I capitulated. You actually cried? Absolutely fell apart, wow. fell to pieces. Nice. My arms were burning, my back was burning, my shoulders were burning. And the guys came around me. I was the last person in the gym to finish. And everyone rallied around me and was screaming at me. Yeah, in like, a good way, right? Such <laughs> amazing encouragement. Yeah. Um, so thanks to the guys at CrossFit Crayford for, well, formerly CrossFit Crayford, now CrossFit ATF, for making me cry in front of my brother. <laughs> but I finished the workout with three seconds left to spare. Oh, amazing. And, and, I, and I just remember thinking if they hadn't have been there and that supportive community hadn't have been around, yeah. I might have just gone, nah, I'm out, I'm done. I, I'm going to go away now. I'm just going to stop doing it. That's just not an option, you know. You just want to you want to know that there's people around you who want you to be better and want to help you get better. Yeah, because people need people. People need people. People we... is good for people. <laughs> this is why we have the better together message. Yeah. So that community support is mm. vital to success. Yeah. You know, people will lift you, and then if, we, if you're lifting others, you lift yourself. And weights. And weights. Yeah. You know. Lift oh, others and weights. Lift others and weights. <laughs> Didn't you say pearls of wisdom, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> I 
that's what we're going to call it. Lift others and weights. Lift people and weights. Yeah, do it. Oh my God, that's awesome. <laughs> I love that. I'm not always super serious, by the way. I feel like I've been super heartfelt and inspiring, but I do think the other part of being in the fitness industry is be crazy and unleash that. I think unleash your crazy. <laughs> So, yeah, that is the point about yeah. like being you. And if you are a bit crazy and you are a bit nuts, it's mm. fine, let it out. That's why I love OCR so much, actually. Obstacle okay, course yeah, yeah, racing. Yeah, yeah. Are we running out of time? Are you no. only trying to cut me short? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, we're fine. <laughs> the whole point of obstacle course racing for me when I got into it was to go and get muddy with some mates. And then we did. And you thought, ooh, I'm doing all of those things I was told not to do when I was a kid you know the all those symptoms of arrested development but i don't think it is in our best interest as a species to stay indoors and do stuff like no. that i think get outdoors and just have fun and the reason why i started to enjoy it more and more and more was because i could run the race how i felt i could i knew the obstacles that were coming they are varied and they are incredibly challenging challenging but fun but fun so much fun and how, how accomplished do you feel when you get to the end? It's amazing, isn't it? Oh, God, yeah. And depending on what distance as well. Um, last year at the Spartan race, I ran, you know, we run three different distances. There's a six-kilometer sprint version. Yeah, I, I came third in my age group at the sprint because I just like to go fast and lift weights very fast. And, you know, that's where technical ability really comes into it as well because I don't have as much grip strength so it yeah. doesn't matter as much because when you're on monkey bars and you're doing rope climbs and lifting stuff as long as you can make it last for about half an hour that's fine then you've got the middle distance of about I think what is it 13 kilometers yeah. for the super and then the beast is 23 20, 20, 20, between 23 and 25 kilometers which is you know almost well, it's half marathon but it's it's just the best you get to get muddy you get to lift things and wade through mud and you look so excited about ropes. that it is the most exciting thing and i do get i don't like to run in the cold i don't like weirdly. to run yeah i don't like to run either but i love the race i love yeah. the the idea of just turning on the animal and going a little bit just sort of allowing the instinct of your body to take over yeah. i actually i actually don't wouldn't say i go into a trance but I'd say there's a moment on the start line when you just go, all right, this is going to suck. And then you just do it. Yep. And then you do it. And then you, you just do it. Do it. And then you it feel you good about do. yourself. Amazing. You feel amazing. And um, even though it shouldn't be as necessary, getting a medal and a T-shirt really helps. It does. And then you get to wear them in the gym. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you never have to buy gym wear again. You just go do a race, get that medal and then wear the T-shirt around. I would have to wash that a lot. A lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. So. Mm. Um, it's a very inspiring journey and when people see the picture from five years ago to now <laughs> I should never have started with this <laughs> they, may, they may do the same face that I did yeah yeah maybe yeah. so what kept you going was the, the I suppose I'm going to call it your journey of discovery mm. and that's what other people need in order to get the very best out of feeling great about yourself I'd like you to leave people with something. What's the best way for people to feel confident in their own skin? Um, walk taller. Um, I, I, I don't know if it was a if it was something I picked up at drama school or picked up through 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 fitness, but 
um, the the the, <laughs> the the thing I the thing I always shout at people when we're doing the Muay Thai track in body combat is the the higher the, the, the higher you reach the harder you can pull the harder you can pull the more you burn the more you can eat <laughs> <laughs> Give but, yourself all the incentives in the world because the higher you reach, yeah. the, the, as well, not just the harder you can pull, and that's sort of like a metaphor for how much you can lift or how fast you go, just the, the sheer volume of work you can put in. Yeah. But the fitter you get and the more stronger your body gets, the higher your head will be, and you'll walk taller and you'll feel stronger. And no matter where you're at, is you should feel confident with who you are now because you have the power to change you tomorrow. Don't they say, what's the odd saying? Do today what others didn't so you can do tomorrow what they can't. Exactly. And I think that's so important to remember that even if you plan to start in the gym tomorrow, make that an absolute certainty. Don't make it, I think I'm gonna start tomorrow. Make it, I am gonna start tomorrow and I plan to feel better. Yeah. Because then you will. Yeah, then you will. If you, it's like sowing the seeds, isn't it? You, yeah. you get it right in your own heads. Mm -hmm. You do the thing, you'll feel proud, and then you'll want to carry on. Yes. And keep on. And if you went to the gym today and you're thinking, oh, I don't see any benefits, get that out of your head about seeing benefits. Go, I went to the goddamn gym today and hold your head up high and walk down the street, pull your shoulders down, lift your head, and strut your stuff like Mick Jagger, you know? Yep. Cue it. that play out music. <laughs> Maroon 5. Moves like Jagger. <laughs> Copyright? No. On that note. Can't uh, do it. <laughs> um, I think people will get a lot from this. Thank you very much for You're very welcome. For joining and coming this all this way. That's all right. Sharing some amazing insights into what can help people in themselves. But I think you're absolutely right with, you know, get started put your head up high mm -hmm. and I like your saying so we'll have to write that down which um, one <laughs> the reach higher pull harder thing yeah oh yeah so or we'll the one that, from earlier we'll put that lift in the people notes. and weights lift people and weights yeah we'll put that in the show notes can we make a t-shirt for this episode <laughs> yeah. lift people and weights yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah get that done love um, it my, my trainer would like that as well yeah yeah awesome that's it we've come up with a catchphrase right yeah, there I love it cool so thanks very much you're welcome and um Girls and guys, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, because people um, who are listening, if you want to get in touch with Tim, you can find him. Oh, uh, WebathyT86 on Instagram or just Tim Webb on Facebook. Drop me a message. Um, my startup company uh, for running, which I didn't even get to talk about, but it's cool. It's a split time running uh, company that I run with my best mate, Andy, who I run all my OCR events with. That's uh, Target Time Run. We're on Instagram as well. We've literally just started. Oh. And uh, yeah, if you want to come and uh, get a group together, run a Spartan race, or even come and try one of my fitness classes in central London, you're absolutely welcome. I'll be starting up a boot camp later this year as well. It's all about body positivity, feeling good, working hard, eating cake. Vegan cake because I have recently turned vegan. Vegan cake is not cake. It's it's cake-ish. It's cake-ish, it's not cake. It's cake-like. It's cake-like. Cake cake-like. Cake-like, not cake. <laughs> On that note, thank you very much for listening. <laughs> Goodbye. Wow, what an interview. How cool is Tim? What an amazing journey he's been on. And I hope you have taken so much from that that you'll be able to implement into your own lives. 
And the next interview we have on this episode is Chris Knight, and this is one not to be missed. Uh, the conversation goes from body confidence to happiness and the universe. It's a fantastic interview, and I can't wait for you to listen and get back to me on your thoughts on this one too. So enjoy. All right, well, thank you very much for joining us um, on the Body Confidence um, interview series, the mini-series. I'm really excited that you've said yes and um, are joining us, Chris. So welcome. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate you asking me on. It's been amazing watching what you've been doing um, on social media and seeing the, the transformation. So would you like to tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and the journey you've been on? Okay, so... Um... Growing up, I've always had body um, issue, a body issue, self-esteem issues. Uh, over the years, I was grew up being very um, uh, self-aware of my body. Um, was really skinny, possibly towards the anorexic stage. And then over the years, I've fluctuated in weight, and then I, I become became overweight over the last couple of years. Mm. Um, and it got to the middle part of the last year, and. I sort of realised that I needed needed to make a change and um, change how I looked because I wasn't happy with myself basically. Yeah. I thought that was a good way of doing it. Um. So yeah, I decided to um last August I decided to make a complete change physically and take control of my body once and for all how I, how I wanted to be. Yep. So this has been a reoccurring theme through throughout your life yeah, yeah yeah um I was married for a very long time and the marriage didn't work out so I was stuck in a rut for a very long time yeah um and then last year came a couple more heartbreaks you know with women um relationships which didn't work out mm-hmm. and it sort of pushed me into knowing that I needed to do it for myself kind of thing make the changes for myself there's a good point there like doing it for yourself rather than somebody else is that something that has like your your mindset shifted say over the past six months or so to allow yourself to do that yeah um over the last six months I've changed dramatically um with the body change became came a whole host of changing issues such as a mindset um I guess spirituality I'll use the term loosely because I'm not I'm still in debate whether I am spiritual or not (laughs) it sounds quite weird to me but um I guess I am more spiritual now than I used yeah, to be. Um, yeah. I'm not religious in the slightest, but I've um, I've researched more about science, about the mindset, about the science behind it, um, hypnotherapy, and yeah, a massive change overall. Um, in my en- entire persona, I think. And do you feel better in yourself because of it? Um, I feel tremendously better uh, physically, mentally. Um, Obviously, as we know with diet, diet can make a tremendous change on mindset yeah. as well as uh, physical changes. So as I started physically changing, my mindset started changing, obviously more so to where I wanted to be, Yeah. Um, I guess. Um, and it's interesting, after all the changes physically, and it was quite a change, I lost two stone, but more so... Um, I looked better how I wanted to look. Yeah. Um, and after the change, I realised that it made no difference whatsoever. It was all about, <laughs> I sort of learned through the process that it was all about me. Yeah. And um, I'm I'm still the same person, um, but I realised that I could be happy with, happy with myself no matter how I looked. Um, 
but I had to go through the process, I think, to discover that. So what, what has been the process for you? Where, where was the that catalyst moment that was like, right, I've got to do something, and then what you've done, what that process has been? Um, the, the catalyst moment was being rejected once again by a woman, <laughs> uh, unfortunately, and um, that was um, sort of quite, quite, a, quite about a heartbreak kind of thing, and I thought to myself, right, it's now or never. I need to be happy with myself, stop searching for relationships when mm-hmm. I'm not in love with myself, I guess. I sort of realised that's what I needed to do. Um, so I contacted a um, body coach. I yeah. researched for a long time online, trying to find the best person who could move me as, as fast as possible along along the journey I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Found an incredible guy, um, customised diet plan, uh, customised um, training plan, and started off with a diet, but the more I dieted, the more I was interested in the mindset behind it, I guess. Yeah. Um, started looking into epigenetics, um, thought thought processes, how um, subconscious works um, with hypno- hypnotherapy, mm. and everything developed from there. I guess starting with a diet and then ended up with a massive change. <laughs> everything overall. else. Yeah. Do you want to expand a little bit more on the hypnotherapy? I find that really interesting. Yeah. Well, I didn't realise I was um, looking at your group um, the other day and saw that your mum was a hy- hypnotherapist. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I've always been interested for uh, for a long time and. Obviously, when we're young, up to the age of six, we're pro- programmed and conditioned, and our habits are like sort of formed in that that period. Yeah. Um, so as we grow up, our habits stick, and I sort of realised through studying epigenetics that I needed to change my habits to change my weight fluctuation and my, um, you know, sort of control over food, control over mindset, and there's only one way of doing it, really. And that's either, well, two ways, repetition or hypnotherapy. Okay. Um, obviously, I gave hypnotherapy a go um, at night time, play, you know, playing um, audio loops off YouTube, off purchased hypnotherapy Yeah. Um, every night and just try to reprogram, basically. Um, and it's worked. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to say what, what the most useful thing I've done, whether it was a hypnotherapy or whether it was a combination of a few things, but yeah, hypnotherapy is amazing, an amazing tool. So you'd recommend for others to look into it if they've got stuff going on that they're not breaking through? Yeah, I would say um, you've got to stick to it like anything in life, I guess. Yeah. You'll never find the gold if you stop searching for it before. <laughs> no. And um, yeah, it's, I can't remember the, the, the time process, but a good three or four weeks of nightly um review of um constant you know the the um subconscious programming for it to have an effect and you'll you'll be laid there some nights thinking is this working is this actually doing anything as you're drifting off to sleep and then very slowly over time you'll notice that your unconscious patterns of behavior are changing yeah Uh, and it's really quite weird how it happens um but you have to keep it up you've got to reprogram that period of time yeah what did you notice that was changing with you um, my outlook yeah. um, was one of the first things, how I um, perceive news, how I, um, what, what positive spin I put on things rather than a negative spin, um, the way I viewed myself personally, um, more of my habitual behaviour, you know, towards, I was able to plan better, you know, I could plan food better. I've always been terrible, you know, 
uh, trying to do stuff and not, not having the willpower to do it. Yeah. But it was more, it was just, everything flowed easier. Um, you know, morning habits, um, sticking to things, following things through. Um, and again, everything just sort of expanded from from one point. Things just got compounded and became easier, I guess. Yes, yeah. it's, it's that, like we say, God's our life, like consistency equals success. Like the more you do something, the better you'll get at it. So if you're reprogramming your mind and you're doing doing it daily, it's going to make a difference. So yeah. What's been the thing that like has kept you going, like keeps you motivated to continue? Um, <laughs> this is going to sound really shallow, <laughs> but at the time uh, when I was single, um, the motivation was to look good, um, and I guess attract the woman of my dreams through, through the physical <laughs> form. <laughs> As shallow as that sounds, um, not, I wouldn't say that shallow. People have needs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I guess I was just looking for a, um, a relationship. What was just um, the longevity in a relationship, and yeah. that I, I saw that as a route to try. Maybe you know, I was I looked healthier, I looked happier, and um, that was the the spur on at the time. And then obviously, as they got healthier, obviously the health benefits. You know, for as I get older, yeah. um, less chance of diabetes, what runs in the family, and, you know, obviously the implications um, are just just so much better, basically. Um, so, yeah, they were, the, they were the two main things. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, like, everyone has their drivers, and, yeah, I mean, you say that, but, you know, you said earlier as well about how can, how, well, how can you find that if you don't love yourself first? Yes. Yeah, and that has been a massive circular process for me because everyone says it, it's an old cliche, mm. um, love yourself and everything will be attracted to you. I've, I've become a great believer in the law of attraction, uh, a massive believer, but that, again, is a lot of people think, oh, a lot of woo-woo kind of mm -hmm. thing. And I, I thought it for a long, long time. And part of me still argues against the fact, but when things start happening, what? can't be explaining can't just be coincidental then you start to think you know can it be yeah that stuff like that is yeah. yeah yeah basically yeah yeah so they, that sort of stuff happens a lot I messaged a friend the other day and she she replied like immediately and said like what the fuck I literally <laughs> just said I need to call Natalie <laughs> <laughs> yeah it makes you wonder how much coincidence is in the world and how much um is you know working in that kind of way yeah it's like it's like anything in life you, you are you'll get back what you put out and you definitely put out a positive positive attitude and reciprocal reciprocally if that's a word um you will get it back um you will get back a lot more positivity you yeah. go out into the world with a negative attitude and it's going to be you're going to have bad days that's what you get <laughs> yes so you're yeah. in a bad mood everything bad happens to you you know you're late for stuff people push yeah. you off you know you drop things and like it just seems to be like a catalyst and that compound again it happens negatively as well as positively and does, i think yeah. i think with the law of attraction i think it it is real to the extent of what like you say what you put out you get back but if you're thinking these positive thoughts and starting to shift your mindset 
you're you're working towards finding the things that you want. So the opportunity will come because you've opened your mind to it, not just because it's not just just because it's meant to be, but that's the way I see it. That you you know because you've started to think differently and think more positively, yeah. you'll get more opportunity come to you because of the actions that you're taking that are related to that. Yeah, and I think you start to notice things what you wouldn't normally notice because you are more receptive, you are more open-minded, I guess. Uh, you will, If you're in business, you'll see more opportunities, what you would normally have missed. I'm still working on the money side. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm attracting, trying to attract hard on that side. <laughs> but everything else is going swimmingly. <laughs> keep manifesting, keep manifesting. Yeah. <laughs> I found five euros this morning, so I was happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like today's gonna be a great day yeah <laughs> good start today definitely yeah well definitely. yeah it is but you know with that it's the again it's the working towards it isn't it it's the you know figuring out one what you want to do and then how to do it and I think of everything in terms of how can I achieve this or how can I help my clients to achieve what they want and their goals because that way your brain starts to open up and starts thinking it does it does definitely and um, I guess with the uh, the diet diet side of things, yeah. Um, your brain becomes clearer. The brain fog goes. Well, mm-hmm. obviously, it did in my case. Um, you become just clear, clearer thinking, clear, clearer headed, um, and healthier of, of, overall. But in business, I think I think that can. Be quite useful um changing your habits in the morning yep. um a lot more hydration obviously it helps brain function anyway um and just a good start to the day maybe people do yoga um people do stretching um you know oh and obviously gratitude starting the day with gratitude mm-hmm. is is again just one of those little things where it sounds woo woo whatever and it's hard to believe that it can make such a difference but the science behind it is stands up and does that that's that's a good point there is science to it yes yeah there is it's not just made up and no 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 and uh, the more i've studied it the more the more mind blowing it gets and you get you go deeper and deeper and you're going down like a um rabbit hole kind of thing you know what with the stuff what you what you learn and it's quite hard to comprehend but um yeah thought thought the thought process which can control your body and your mind and how your life turns out and what you attract is incredible. It really is incredible. <laughs> it's crazy. Well, it's not crazy. It's kind of crazy that it's not crazy, but how just thinking about something and how you think about yourself can make such a difference. Like, you know, you are healthier, but how do you feel in yourself now you've gone through this transformational process? Um, I feel happy, basically. Um, that is that was my ultimate goal. Um, I feel content, which I've not, I've never felt content in a very very long time. Yeah, if ever, maybe. Um, and I guess that was the end result. I've um, met the girl of my dreams. Um, awesome. And, <laughs> and it's just made such a difference to my life overall that it's hard to put into words. You know the difference. Uh, before and after um 
just happy with myself and happy in my own skin, which I never th- I never thought would happen because I've I've relaxed relaxed with the dieting now, so I'm not fluctuating in weight, but I'm not you know as keen to have the defined you know six six pack as much as I was or whatever. But I don't worry about it anymore. You know, I'm not concerned with my look as such. I'm just happy. You know, happy I realise it's, it's about the person you knowing who we are inside. I guess it's, yeah. it's cringe worthy as it sounds <laughs> no but it's right it is right because you on the inside is you on the outside yes yeah and i found that as i become more and more content i am attract i am attracting the better things into my life the things what i were cha- what, what what i was chasing before like the relationships maybe not the money yet but um the business opportunities the the friendships when i was chasing before i am now settled and things just start to attract to you yeah basically it's really so that's weird. A, <laughs> well it's, be, it's because you've shifted and started to do different things and take better action you know you're not kind of scrabbling around trying trying to, or forcing yourself to be happy in a situation that you're not no you've been searching out what it is that truly makes you happy and from the inside out by changing the first thing, you know, like what you put into your body shows on the outside. Yes. And it's made, it's made a massive difference. And that, that is great to see. Yeah. I mean, obviously, the age old saying, you are what you eat, mm-hmm. um, whether it's true or not, I don't know. But obviously, your body needs good fuel in it to put out efficient um, energy or whatever. Yeah. And it, it makes a world of difference. And... I don't think we think about it enough in the UK, you know, where we're trash eating, we're having takeaways, we're having fast food. It's all too easy to do. And you're not necessarily thinking about your nutrients and your body does need. um, Good quality. Yeah. 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 And I think I was at at the stage where I never even thought about it. It just wasn't a consideration for the past 30 years. You know, Mm -hmm. I just wasn't taught that, you know, I never knew about it and when you do know about it you realize how vitally important it is it makes a difference to how you feel isn't it doesn't it yeah yeah um you feel healthier more vibrant um obviously more energy you learn to burn energy in a different way you're not relying if you're if your diet's sorted you're not relying on carbs totally mm-hmm. you're not relying on fats you're not relying on the crapping uh, fast food Mm-hmm. msg or whatever whatever it is i don't know about that but um you know, you know what i mean you're not yeah. relying on, you're not relying on the trash going into your body yeah for poor energy you're treating it you know giving it what it deserves yes yes like yeah. i think the way we use language to talk about food and you say or people say things like oh, i want to treat myself to a piece of cake and treat myself to this and actually you're not treating your body by eating that sort of stuff you treat your body when you feed it good quality protein and vegetables and vitamins and minerals not the the stuff that we call treats like changing that language that you use for that makes such a difference it's like when i go when i go away the first thing i'm like where's the nearest gym yes and people have said why why are you going to train you on holiday i'm like well yeah but that doesn't mean i'm going to treat my body badly no so it's the same thing it's just changing the the language you use to get your mind into a better a better place of 
this is this is what I need to do to to make my life good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and um, I can't remember the point you just said. Oh, sorry, it just slipped out of my mind. Um, <laughs> treats. Yeah, oh, treats. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why could I not remember that? <laughs> I love ice cream. I love chocolate. They <laughs> are not treats. But, but the um, but again, it can work in a compound compounding bad effect. Who knows? what that cake is going to compound into in 20 years time mm-hmm. health wise if you had a bit of cake every day for the rest of your life it could of course see as as easy as it sounds now as nice as it sounds now in 20 years time there's health implications yeah i know it sounds a bit drastic but i don't necessarily think it is that drastic no like it, w- it would add up like if you ever baked a cake do you know uh, what go- you, you yeah, know what yeah, go- yeah. yeah like i love baking but yeah. i don't like eating the cake I like I like to bake it and give it to someone else because I know yeah. exactly what's gone into it. Yeah. So until you and I think this is the other thing because so many people they don't cook now, so yes. they don't know what that actually goes into the food no. that they eat. So when no. you go back to basics and you cook from scratch, you see exactly what goes into it. When you're pouring that amount of butter and sugar yeah. into a bowl to make yeah. something like. It does. It makes you feel a little bit like, oh, okay, I can't eat that. A little, <laughs> a little bit. Like, have a little bit. That's fine. Yeah. But a big slab of cake every day is gonna gonna have an effect. Yeah, definitely. And the hard, the hardest process throughout throughout my dieting was coming off sugar. Sugar is a pure it's, drug. It is really. Yeah. It's more, more addictive than cocaine. Oh well, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's what can, they say. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm being recorded still. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, coming off sugar, um, yeah, I went. I tried. I tried um, basically doing it overnight um, a few years ago, and I just went through withdrawal symptoms, like tremendous withdrawal symptoms. Yeah, I bet. And my body was shaking. I was getting cold sweats. I'm thinking, is this actually happening? You know, just coming off sugar, and I, I was feeling my body off sugar basically. Yeah. And I spoke to my coach, obviously uh, in August, and he said, obviously it's got to be withdrawn over time. And we replace it with different fuels, you know, what will take over. So your body's not suffering from, from too much yeah. loss of sugar. Um, well, it's eye-opening. The stuff you learn. Um, Nuts, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> so well done. Was there a defining moment where you, like, you looked at yourself or you felt yourself and you were like, I'm happy now. I feel great in myself. I am body confident. I've always been unconfident always been unconfident I've always been self-conscious mm-hmm. always had a low, low self-esteem and it got to the point where halfway maybe like 10 weeks into the diet I'd say where I could take my shirt off in pub, not, not in public but I could go I could, I could go swimming um or I could um you know just be seen with my top off yeah and not be self-conscious whatsoever and I actually mm-hmm. feel pretty good because I wasn't outstandingly with an outstanding physique, but I looked, to me, I looked pretty pretty good yeah. for the work I put in. And that's where I started to think, yeah, I'm, if I say like this, I'd, I'd be happy. Um, it just needed that mindset push and mm. you know, just, just to look that better physically, slightly. Yeah, um, for yourself. 
Yeah. Oh, for, oh, it was all for myself. It started. It didn't start off like that. Yeah. I knew I needed to change, but I wanted to change for other people. They were to be attracted to me. Mm-hmm. But by the time I finished, I thought, "Fuck that! I wanted to. <laughs> I wanted to do it for myself, kind of thing." You know. Yeah. I realised that I was, I was, just wanted to be happy. That was the end result I wanted to be. And I like after that all that, it, after all that, it came that I didn't need any of that anyway. <laughs> it's just, it's just such, such, such um. Yeah, it's it's been a crazy process, really crazy process. It's been a, a good one. It's been it's been good to watch as well and see the the positive shifts in you. So, what what would be your top tips for people who aren't feeling great in their skin right now, and um, to make a transformation in their mind as well? I would say, um, define the person that you want to be in your own mind. Um, because that is easier to attract yourself to rather than trying to push yourself towards a vision. If you try and already picture how you want to be um, and sort of like be attracted to that image, um, good. one of the best ways I've found is through gratitude to start the day. Mm-hmm. That will have not maybe not an immediate effect, but that is a really good, good, a good um, change to your mindset. And you will find that you notice things throughout the day where you completely reverse the outcome just by thinking differently. Um, Mm -hmm. And then um, I would say try and change one habit at a time. Don't try and go all in all at once. Mm -hmm. Um, Just do, say, say start off with drinking more water. Make sure you're fully hydrated. And then as you, as you change one habit over like a couple of weeks, then introduce another habit. Don't become overawed with trying to be the person who you're not um, all at one, all at once. Um, and trust the process. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it will come. It will 100% come. But like anything, you don't always see it. You don't always see the end goal. But you have to trust the process that it, that it is. It's compounding over time. Yeah. And anything positive that you will do will always, everything in life is circular. And whatever you do positive will always come back positively towards you, um, from my experience anyway. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, from, that, that makes from, sense. <laughs> from, yeah, go on. from the readings I've been doing, you know, from the research I've done um, through the science I've you know, been trying to study, it's just life's a circle of life, basically, <laughs> sort of answers it all. In my mind, anyway. <laughs> I like that a lot. And, it, and it's worked for you. And the fact that you've said that you're now happy yes. is amazing. Yeah. And I, it's been a long time coming. And I never thought, yeah, obviously, we all have our up and down days. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I would not lie and say that I'm perfect every day. But I'm happy in life where I am. I'm happy in my own skin. I'm happy with the relationship I've got. And six months ago, I wasn't the same person. Yeah. And to me, that has been the best thing I could have ever, ever have done. So what's next? No, what's next on your happiness journey? Um, um, my new business, once <laughs> I get it up and running. Um, yeah. Well, actually, I, I am in the process of writing a book, plug, plug. That I'm, that I'm <laughs> through. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's um, about my... Um, I've struggled with mental illness over the years, depression, um, not realising that a lot of it was related to diet. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, I just, I'm just basically trying to document my journey over time. Um, I want to give the proceeds to um, children's mental health, um, kids um, struggling with um, autism, Asperger's, because that's close to my heart with my kids. Yeah. And um, then I want to start a new business in property, basically. Brilliant. Trying to change my life overall, you know, just take control of my own future. Um, I think it's about time that I started doing that in, in my professional sense as well. And now you've got your health in, in check. Yes. That will be so beneficial for you with, with doing the rest of it. You know, you'll have more energy, you'll have more drive, it'll help you get out of bed in the morning and all Definitely. of that. You know, that discipline Definitely. that you've applied to your health, you yes. can now put into your business. Yeah. And in the past, I've tried to do everything at once and it's impossible. Mm-hmm. You can't do your health, you can't do your business, you can't do your um, social life all at once because everything just becomes overall. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the health, health side sorted. Uh, maybe my health isn't always perfect. I do I treat myself now and then because I can now. Yeah. But I know what I need to do, you know, should it ever become too, too much of an issue again. Yeah. Sorry, just, um, and so then now I don't have to focus on that as much. Now I want to focus, obviously, all my yeah. intention on the, um, on the business side, Brilliant. basically. That sounds really good. I like the way you've you've done it, like one step at a time, so you're not getting overwhelmed, stressed, too much going on. Yes. So that yeah. that's important for your health as well. And the fact that you're happy, I think that that's that says it all for me. So where can people find you and follow you online? And when's your book coming out? Well, um, <laughs> <No pressure. laughs> I jumped. I, you know, I jumped on a Rob Moore live the other day um, and got a question in about my book. Yep. And um, he said about self-publishing would be the way because going through a publisher would take a very long time. And if I publicise it enough in the right places. Um, so I'm hoping within the next six months I'm going to get the book sorted and out Brilliant. online. Um, people can add me personally on Facebook under Christopher Knight, um, Chris Knight, I think I'm on there. And um, the property company will be Desire Property um, when, once that is up and running. But I'm just in the process of um, basically learning at the moment. Yeah. Um, but my girlfriend is in property in Chester, so she's, um, she's helping. showing me the ropes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah uh, add me online and um, any investors more more than welcome (laughs) (laughs) nice plug (laughs) me too I'm always looking for investors (laughs) (laughs) it's all about the better together message like the more we can help others um, the better you know so yeah thank you Thank you for your group. I, I go on it every day and found it really useful, especially when I was flagging um, during the first parts of the diet. I always read people's posts and it's really good to see people come together. And I, I always post in there, uh, not regularly, but when yeah. I need a pickup or when I need advice or it's a really useful group. So I'm glad thank there's you. groups out there like that's, that. That's good to know. So thank you. So anybody listening um, to those of you, it's the Better Together for Gold Star Life. Chris recommends, so <laughs> it's well worth coming over to. <laughs> um, so if you could leave people with one thing to get them going to feeling as great as you feel about yourself, what would it be? Be in the moment, be happy now, um, and love yourself. Learn to love yourself. Yeah. Because everything else will fall into place. I love it. 
I love myself. You love yourself. Everybody listening. Thank you very, very much for listening. Um, learn to love yourself. If you've got any questions for Chris, do feel free to find him on Facebook, Chris Knight. And I'm sure you will answer any questions that come your way. I will do. Yes, I look forward to it. Thank you very much for having me on. So thanks for listening and we'll catch you on the next episode. Wow, what an interview that was. Chris was absolutely phenomenal, wasn't he? So thank you so much for listening. Um, I hope that you really, really enjoyed both interviews. I thought it was a great idea to put two in one so that you got the most value out of this and just really see the difference in people, you know, what they're doing and how their mindsets are. So you can see that just anybody can start to be more body confident and there's been so much more you know in the press recently about men not feeling great in their skins so I hope that these guys have helped you to see yourself in a better light to understand yourself better and I really hope that you've taken something amazing from it I really enjoyed speaking to both of these guys it's been absolutely amazing I'm talking to them and getting these insights and tips from them as well so Go and implement what they say and make sure that you tune in next week because next week we have the episode on how to be confident naked. So I look forward to seeing you on the next show. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please share it with people you think it will help and stay tuned and subscribe for weekly episodes. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn and YouTube by searching for Natalie Arabella Bailey and join the Better Together for a Gold Star Life Facebook community to improve your confidence, network and life.